I hadn't either until just moments ago when I innocently asked my friend Laura, my esteemed colleague Laura Zatz, uh, for some for a treaty treat, for a little something for while we record. You know, it's nice to have a little something. Laura often cooks delicious things, so her house is usually filled with delicious items that I love to come and freeload off of. The delicious items are upstairs. We're in the basement. <clears throat> and today I asked for a treat. <laughs> just an innocent boy asking for a treat and was handed let me see the packaging let me see it hand it to me Ugh. hand me the abba zabba um a chewy taffy peanut butter center um it looks like this was made in about 1942 <laughs> um it tasted like it was made in 1942 it's hard as a rock uh, I probably hurt myself. I'll see you <laughs> I told in court you not later. to eat it. To be um, clear, I told you not to eat it. And before that, I said, "This is my pantry. This is not where the snacks are." I have damages. My teeth hurt. It's a weird carpety taste. <laughs> I did not like eating the episode. Why did you eat half of the entire candy bar then? Well, that's actually what we're about to spend the next hour talking about on this episode of Print Run. <laughs> My name is Eric Kane, and with me, as always, is Laura Zatz. Say hello, Laura. Hello, Laura. So, well, we're going to be honest with you up front. <clears throat> this is the summer vibe episode. We do this once a year, approximately. Um, and it usually happens right about now, which is why we've given it a seasonal moniker um yeah turns out that every summer our depression <laughs> lifts our because mind. we can like be outside and once summer we lose our minds and become feral creatures of the woods and it makes it you know every year we have to talk about it like it's never happened before it sort of means that one time on this recording we're probably going to get more personal we're going to talk about where we're at in the year how we're feeling what we're working on we're going to just have that sort of relaxed summer Friday style conversation um, that hopefully helps us all maintain sanity during an increasingly insane year, a wild time. Um, it's hot here now. Every picture I see from New York looks like the apocalypse is happening Ooh. right now. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But I don't know. Laura, is there even a rundown? What should we tell people before we get into it? We've got office hours this month. Yeah, that we do. We're, are going to be posted on Patreon due to summer vacations. They will be towards the end yeah. of the month, so you have plenty of time to plan for yeah. them. Yeah, we'll get in. Um, so if you have specific questions you want to ask us, or you just kind of want to like be part of the print run listener community and hang out and hear us get on soapboxes about things, um, you should join. Yeah, the summer vacation thing is also key because, like, I'm driving to Colorado on, on Saturday. Saturday, it's a what a thirteen-hour drive um, with the toddler. Well, so the toddler is going by plane. Oh, with, really? With my wife. So you're and driving I'm ta- alone. I'm taking the dog. 
um, because we want the. It's important for us for the dog to come. Um, the baby is really not in a place where he's going to sit still for that many hours. So, do in a you car. and the dog driving? Is it? Are you doing it in one stretch, one yeah. day, yeah. in thirteen hours? Yeah. You and the dog. Yeah. Who, who is named after a taco restaurant, by the way? Nico. Shout out Nico's Tacos, Hennepin Ave. And also Como Ave. He's not named after the Como Ave one, <laughs> Laura. <laughs> so uh. it's you and, okay, so what audiobooks are you going to be listening so to? So that's kind of the question. It's like, I don't know what I'm going to listen to. Maybe I'll like, sometimes like once every three years I listen to an episode of Print Run Podcast. <gasps> And like come away with like a bunch of critiques of our work and don't things. Do that. Like, yeah, no, you're right. I would never do that. Um, I don't know what I'm going to listen to it, but it's going to be a big long drive. The, you know, and I'm in the mood for a big long drive. I think is the key thing. Like it sounds peaceful. It sounds restorative in its own way. But it's also just to loop back. Like it puts us or it puts me in this headspace where it's like, man, my brain is shutting down until I get back from this week-long trip I'm gonna see family I'm gonna get out in the woods a little bit like I do um, back from whence I came sort of thing <laughs> um, which will be very nice and it appears to be something that I don't know this is basically this is out of office season I feel like um, in terms of hearing from places on pitches um, talking to editors about things. Everyone's schedule sort of slows down a little bit in the yeah. summer, which we things are still happening. But the the strangeness is that they happen at a diff a slightly different pace because sometimes it's hard to get like a quorum for an editorial acquisitions. It's board. impossible to get a damn quorum for an editorial <laughs> board meeting. I can't tell you how many times. And it's yet. Like, you know, it's like offering season where I have like six different manuscripts in my like query pile yeah. that have offers on that. Like, yeah. like things are moving, right. but only if you want them to be. Yeah, is kind of the moral of the story. But more than that, I I do feel like I am getting into like a summer reading. What are you mode. reading? What are you reading? Like what, when you say summer reading, you talking about work or pleasure? Pleasure. Okay. Pleasure. Okay, so. <clears throat> here's here's my new thing. Tell me your new thing. And it starts with being a young teenager <laughs> in the basement of her home. Uh -huh. Just a girl and a GameCube. Um and I was I was I was a very big Nintendo girly. And then I like got to the point where like I realized I played Animal Crossing for like eight hours one day, which mm -hmm. is like not a game you should or like can't like really like functionally like should be able to play for eight hours so this is actually one of the key topics of the show i wanted to get into which yeah. is that you're a gamer now i am um, but so but it it's gonna circle back around to books i promise <laughs> so so i like did that and then i was like all of a sudden i was like getting a little bit older and i was just like gaming so hard and then i like realized that I had a choice, mm -hmm. which because I have the brain chemistry that is like perfectly made specifically for Nintendo made games. Cocaine like, rat. Cocaine yeah. rat specifically yeah. for Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, I can either do this only or I can like have social hobbies. Uh -huh. um, and I, I quit cold turkey. I was like, I cannot play games anymore. You set down the blade. I set down the blade. Uh -huh. <laughs> And I was like, sorry, Sonic, no more. However. Um, however. We are so back. We are almost 20 years later. 
And I was chit-chatting with a couple of friends, and they mentioned the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. And my spouse goes, oh, yeah, I haven't played our Switch in a while. And my ears perked up. And I go, we have a Switch. Which I think I had, like, completely, like, blocked out of my mind because I was like, we can't see this. And he goes, yes. And so I sat on it for, like, three days. And then finally, earlier this week, I was like, I'm ready to play the Switch. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> so now I'm, I'm, I jumped in the deep end with my favorite drug, which is Animal Crossing. Because uh-huh. yep. I love an interest-free loan. Um, <laughs> Do you remember in Animal Crossing when it first so it launched right around COVID? Yes, right. It was like the thing everyone pre-ordered as soon as everyone yep. learned that we were going to be in lockdown. Yeah, and I avoided it then. Yeah, I don't I know, know why did. I didn't I, avoid I it now. I played it then. I played it then. I was into it for a well, while. You're about to play it again. <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, but people were doing like book. Speaking of publishing, people were doing like book events on Animal Crossing. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, they were because doing... I was avoiding it. Okay, well, people definitely did read like because you have your little guy, you know, and you can like go to other people's islands and yeah. things like that. Like, and you can. I like... just got access to the airport. BT does. <laughs> yes, I I, I haven't done cu- it yet. You can customize like art and stuff. Yeah. And no, people were. I remember. I'm trying to remember the. Someone will remember the specifics, but people were doing. Like book launches and stuff. Like in the game, they were like somehow uploading cover art onto stuff. Like, oh, well, you can design was, your own fashion. That's what I mean. Like, like there they did was like a way. Hat. It was like such a funny little thing to do. I mean, it was charming in its own way, and that you know, great. dystopian in another way. And um, you know, we were also you know the world was shutting down, so I was having a hard time paying attention to any of it. But um, yeah. Yeah, it's Animal Crossing was at one point the metaverse for people. Yeah, um, but I jumped in several years late. I was able to mm-hmm. put blinders on when this initial thing was happening, which is good because I would have like lost my job. But now the blinders are off. So now I am having a summer dilemma. And mm-hmm. here's what the summer dilemma is. I am simultaneously like feeling the urge for like a big book summer, specifically like huge fantasy novels. See, I'm in big book summer. Big yeah. book summer. But I do know that to carry in my brain all of my different like Animal Crossing tasks <laughs> while listening to, to f- an audiobook. You're gonna have to forget how to read. That's going <laughs> to no, be no, no. step one. The vision, the vision is that I turn the volume down on Animal Crossing and listen to an audiobook while I play. That's the vision. That's the ultimate. But I don't wow. know if I can wow. do the big, intense fantasy novels. You're trying to, you're trying to have the, it both ways. Yes. You're trying to game and be a reader. Yes. This is a bold strategy. I know. I've actually... This, You've never considered I've this. I've never considered this. This is like a whole... This is a pioneering front. Yeah. And... So what do you do? Yeah, you just turn down the sound on the thing. You, you turn down get the sound. Into your little road activities, and, and this works out- for you because you're like a dragon merger. It's kind of that kind of thing. Yeah, but but I I'm a little I I haven't explored. I haven't had enough time to explore the like big chunky fantasy book with all of the names and yeah, the interlocking yeah, yeah. Yeah. stories with how much attention Animal Crossing takes. Yeah. Like I. I listen to those big books when I'm like driving 
because this is going to sound insane, but like Animal Crossing takes more attention than like driving your car. <laughs> well, so that was going to be my question. Does it? Like Animal Crossing to me is like the game you play when you don't want to think. It's just like a chill out. Yeah, except game. when you have like 14 things Logistics. you're trying to achieve at once. When it gives you a to-do list and you've got to pay off a mortgage. Yeah, yes. when it becomes your life. Yes. Yeah. And I, I know that this is not a game you can win, but I'm definitely going to win. Yeah. Um, yep. Which is also how I feel about my other hobby, my new hobby, which is tapestry weaving, <laughs> which I can listen to books during. We're um, going insane, man. People are going to listen. I hope this is someone's first episode listening to us. They like got a wreck, and it's like, oh, there's really good in book information on this one podcast. And I'm you just talking about my how, like the type of books I can listen to on my Libby app. Um, yeah, speaking of which, if you don't have the Libby app relate, like connected with your library card, and if you don't have a library card, get one because, wow, the audiobooks are wonderful. But yeah, I'm so I'm so I'm trying to like create space mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. a. We love creating space. On we, this show. I'm trying to create space mentally with what I know is going to take over my life, which uh-huh. is Animal Crossing, plus uh-huh. fulfilling my like. Very like generally very positive and generate like generative feeling I am having towards reading books for fun and for work. Like I am in a like a booky mood. Yeah. But like man, do I want a big ass fantasy yeah. right now? Yeah. Um so Laura's having big ass fantasies. Um <laughs> and I'm over here. Um I'm reading I just started Underworld by Don DeLillo, which is a big book. Um, I think it's like 700 pages or something. And I pick it because like, I feel like at the start of every summer, I just want to go fully insane. And so I just pick like a book that has enough like grandiosity and mm-hmm. weirdness and conspiratorial vibes and things like that mm-hmm. so that I can like take it to you know, the remote wilderness and come away feeling like I've lost touch with, you know, all of civilization. Sure. So um, that's my plan is just to get, you know, fully DeLillo pilled um, <laughs> because he's always my he's always my go to when it comes to that kind of thing. I'm a big I'm a big Donnie head. Um, I don't know what the heck else is going on. I feel like I'm it's the same. It's just you get past Memorial Day in our work calendar and suddenly you know what happens? It starts to feel like fall is next week already. Yeah. Like, I am currently wondering about what's going to happen right after Labor Day. And you're like, doing proposals that yeah, you're going to send yeah. out in September. Yeah. yeah. And it's, <clears throat> like, I'm in a really big editorial, like, season in my, like, in my, like, agenting work is cyclical, right? At least it is for me. Um, it's not intentionally cyclical. No, To but, be clear, we... Uh, we stagger things thinking that we won't get all of our edits back at once, no, but that's it, it not how it works. It doesn't happen. I mean, I'm in this period right now where I feel like I'm editing like six or seven book proposals and, you know, getting them ready and doing all these things and working in, you know, kind of deep editorial conversation with the authors and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, things stretch, people get busy, I get busy, back and forth, back and forth, and suddenly the book you thought that was going to get pitched in spring is now getting pitched in fall, and that's mostly fine. It's just, I feel like this is what happens, and 
this it's almost like every other year for me and you've seen this and you know that it makes me insane no matter how many times i predict it and understand that it's coming is i have the years where all i do is pitch and sell and i'm talking to people and deals 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 and then there's the year where everybody that you did the, the things, deals for they're the, writing their books they're off writing their books and now I'm back at square one with a different set of proposals that no one has seen but me, right? And just you have to spend all this time getting these things ready when you don't have – like I'm like dying to have so many different editorial conversations and get things out there and all this stuff. And I'm starting to, but like things just aren't ready yet, you know what I mean? So it's like I'm just feeling feral and crazy. I'm like where is the – what is the work I can tell somebody about, right? Because – you know, in some small way, I get I love telling people about the writers I work with and the things, you know, it's doing the deal post like that does give me a little charge. You know, I like that. Well, it gives you money is what it does. <laughs> it also it also pays my goddamn bills, um, which is great, too. Um, but it's just so seasonal. And so I'm in this like quiet stage of work where you're everything in a gardening is, phase not a harvest yes phase. yes that well look who's been playing animal crossing um <laughs> it's <laughs> um and whenever things get like that i'm just like all right i gotta like get to the woods and edit and read and do all this stuff and like you know put my feet in a river and hike up a mountain and mm-hmm. you know all this kind well, of good stuff. thing you're doing that yeah and driving after yeah. driving 13 hours with your dog oh, on Saturday. Yeah. But okay. So, I feel like we should workshop your your audiobook. Cuz okay. if we don't, you're just going to spend 13 hours listening to the weaker thans as you drive through Nebraska. Well, I've never listened to an audiobook before. <gasps> Ever? <laughs> like not even like your own wait, clients wait, wait, wait. audiobooks? No, no, no. I've listened Okay, I've listened to one. I listened to uh, I think we talked about this on the show once. I listened to Catch and Kill. I think it's called the Ronan oh, Farrow book, where, where he, he does the own, he does the voices. <laughs> he does all the voices. He's doing like different accents and stuff. It's very funny. Um, the book is you know great and interesting and all this stuff. But I was just laughing so hard at like Ronan Farrow doing you know Russian oligarch voice and then others. It's, it's very good. Um, but no, that's the only one I've ever listened that to. You've I'm, ever not listened a, I'm not to. an audiobook guy. I'm not an other. You're gonna be. I'm a dinosaur. I mean, I want to hold the book it's i don't know i don't like i'm a big it's weird because like i am a big podcast guy like i do Mm -hmm. like listening to people talk So, so here's the trick about being an audiobook listener you need to figure out like what your genre is right because like a lot of people will get into audiobooks doing nonfiction. That is not like quite Maybe it linear, be separate. so that it's so that it's podcasty. Yeah, I can listen. I don't love listening to nonfiction as an audiobook, except for like very specific, like like culture memoirs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have learned over time that I it is. V- very very rare when I listen to like a romance novel on audio because it a romance book is meant to build up so much like angst and emotions Mm -hmm. that like I get distracted and I like to do other things 
Well, you can't I am be listening getting to hot and bothered while you're like mopping the floor, you know? Yeah, Who although, has time for that? although it's always really funny because like whenever I'm listening to a book and, you know, I don't have my headphones in or something and it's like a sex scene, that's always when my spouse walks by and he's like, ooh, spicy. Like, you can't <laughs> say that. <laughs> Which is very funny. Oh, um, but I, I have found that like I can't. Like, it's much, much harder to listen to romance audiobooks because, like, I get distracted and I get upset that somebody's being silly or, mm-hmm. like, not communicating or something. So, <laughs> you get upset that someone's being silly. Yes, in the book. Like, wow, they don't just, like, say the types words. Of books that we read. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so, so my, my deep niches are more often, um, like fantasy, science fiction, and mysteries. Thrillers are also hard to listen to for me because they're very anxiety-inducing. Hmm. Um, so you just gotta like think about what might be a very like what might mirror and and support your emotional response to how mm-hmm. you like to read a book. Mm-hmm. So like my gut is telling me that you should really like. Maybe like a a good one would be like a really chunky fantasy, and yeah. maybe like also have the print version, in case you like. So I can read along at the same time <laughs> while so, driving. So you can drive, listen to however much, and then if you want to switch to print, yeah. then do it and like lean in that way, yeah. ease in that way. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking sort of like a like a big fantasy because theoretically you have 26 hours well, of me listening a, time give me a rec i'll listen to a big fantasy <sighs> okay i'm not in the big fantasy world yeah like, let's let's get some uh parameters <clears throat> mm-hmm. okay do you like what do you want like a secondary world or like our world <sighs> see it's tricky i think that i probably want a secondary world a secondary world okay do you like just put me in some fake woods you know what i'm saying <laughs> Do you want like humor or like serious? Serious. 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 I don't like. Okay. Books are not a joke to me, Laura. This is my life. <laughs> I'm not trying to have fun. How I, like how dark do we want to get? Do we? Okay. Put another way. This is okay. Everybody. This is how I um. This is how I figure out if a book is like dark fantasy or just like straight down the middle fantasy. See here, we're getting some good pitch here, advice and stuff here. Here's, here, here's something useful in Here's this my, pa- my patented way to tell <laughs> yeah. how dark a uh-huh. fantasy novel is. Uh-huh. When there's a dead body, does it smell really bad? Oh. Are the corpses fetid? Yeah. Specifically, like, in this universe, is it mentioned that, like, corpses... Yeah, I like, want the corpse like, to be like, stanky. Like, they, like it is... Shown that when people die, they lose their bowels. Specifically, oh yeah, we want that. We want, I want that. that. Okay, so you want dark, dark is what it is. Like if it's just like generally like f- flies covering corpses or something like that, then it's just like a general one. Mm-hmm. If it's like this person mm-hmm. when they died, mm-hmm. sorry everybody, they shot their pants. Then we've got a dark yeah. fantasy. Yeah, no, okay. I'd like to. I'd like to hear that piped through my Subaru Outback speakers <laughs> while I'm driving okay. on I-80. Okay, so we want something yeah. secondary fantasy. We want it dark. Mm-hmm. We want. Okay, do you want like the magic to be like big and front and center, or do you want it like a little bit more like 
politics or war or... I'm thinking that. Okay. Unless, unless it's sweet. Like, if, it, if it's, like, kick-ass cool magic, I, I mean, mean how cool is the magic? There's going to be magic regardless. It's just, like, yeah. do you want it to be about the magic or do you want it to be about other things but with magic? I think I want it to be about other things. Okay. Do you, are you actually thinking of books yes. right now? You actually have a record? Yes. I can't wait. Yes. Okay. I think... <clears throat> oh, if we want to go really hard, you should read The Poppy War. The Poppy War. The Poppy War. I'm looking up The Poppy okay, War right now. Okay, he's looking up The Poppy War, everybody. The Poppy War by yeah. R.F. Kuang. Yeah. It's the first of a trilogy. Oh. And it should be about 24 hours long to listen to. Well, let's go to that perfectly reliable site, Goodreads, to see what people have to say about it. Um, I don't even have a Goodreads login. I should get well, one. No, you shouldn't have Goodreads. Goodreads is like... <laughs> It's so bad. The worst thing the for worst people in this ever. industry. Oh, my God. It's so awful. Consumer reviews are killing us all. Um, am I supposed to say that? I'm probably not supposed to say that. It's no, good no, to rate and review not, the book. It's but, good for consumers. It's yeah. not good for us. Yeah. Is is what it is. Like, if we're in the business, if you are in the business, if you are a writer, time to shut down your Goodreads. <laughs> Stop using it to, like, keep track of what you're reading. Stop reading reviews. Get off Goodreads. Oh, brother. All right. What do you think about the Poppy War? Yeah, I think they could work. This looks great. It is great. I like the cover. Yep. I guess I won't be get. I don't get to hold the cover. Well, cause... you can get a copy of the book and also read along with it. It's very yeah. lovely. People like it. Um, let's see if I can find a. Oh, here we go. Um, I was looking for a bad review, just because I find those. Oh, the funny. bad reviews are all going to be about it being like Chinese because mm. of racism. Or, like, too dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are the only, like, it's impeccably written. Yeah. It's very violent. It's got very yeah. cool magic. Yeah. That's all of what you want. There you go. You're welcome. It happens. Oh, here's a one star. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's racist. It's a racist one star. <laughs> That's... <laughs> it's oh, important. good reads. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Now we've okay, handled I'm gonna, that. I'm going to listen to the Poppy War. Got it. Got it. Got that issue solved. Got it. Check. Um, the other thing that always happens when I leave town is that's when, like, everyone suddenly emerges and decides it's time to, like, get a bunch of correspondence done with me. Well, it's a rule universally acknowledged uh-huh. that as an agent is preparing to go on vacation or is on vacation, all of a sudden you sell like that is when stuff happens yeah which was like a piece of wisdom that we got from our old boss and i remember hearing it and being like that's silly and superstitious but it's true i think every single one of my sales has happened while i was away from my desk like it's very (laughs) strange um so here's some more good luck on that front um yeah and it is feasible i'm just like thinking of the state of play on a few different things and i'm like Oh, this could actually coincide yet again. So we're hopeful on that front. Yeah. I don't know. So here's what I also like to do yeah. when I'm about to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Reading related. And like I and this is specifically something I do when I'm about to go on my hermitage where I like go off into Forgot the woods for four or five days and I'm completely alone. And oh, I just like hermitage. I just walk through the woods and I read books that are not for work. Um and it's lovely. Uh, but what I will do before the hermitage is I will go to usually it ends up being half price books if we because we have one one of those here. But like any good uh, used bookstore will do go into a used bookstore and get a basket, mm-hmm. get a basket 
Mm-hmm. And just like go to the genres you're like, oh, these seem like fun and interesting and cool genres. And then just buy a bunch of books. Don't think too hard about it. Just like because the key is that they're that like you can buy like 20 books for. Do you know how many books yeah. are in my house right now, Laura? This is not the point. <laughs> this is not the point. This is like the equivalent of like when you're about to go to like on a beach vacation or something and mm-hmm. then you like are convinced that you have never owned a piece of clothing that is appropriate for right. the beach or right. like in fact have never worn clothing at all a day in your I life. I discovered the other day that I don't own a swimsuit. <laughs> in Minnesota? Yeah. With, I just don't have one. With our 11,000 plus lakes? Is it 11,000 now? Do oh, we, do no, we no, make no, some no, new no, lakes? No, it's more than 10,000. Did we add some lakes? Inflation think, got to the lakes? I think it's like 11,400 and... 80 something if I remember correctly I'm probably not remembering correctly Mm-mm, but no. it's a lot yeah it's a lot um Wisconsin will try to say that they have more lakes than us but they only do if you count the man-made ones you know Wisconsin tries a lot of things I disapprove of so we don't we don't <laughs> like to talk about them on this podcast point is you mm-hmm. go into the used bookstore you just grab things and then you take them and then you just kind of like round robin select what you're yeah. gonna read yeah and if you don't like it it's not a big deal because you only paid four dollars for it yeah. and then that way you get like the good print books sure but you just get to like play around i know you're like a fancy new book hardcover guy but like Sometimes. we are talking volume and options here yeah. are ideal also though as i've gotten stupider i've become uh less of a fancy hardcover guy because i just want like a like i'm really into small books now like i used to like oh i only read things that are enormous because that's like more satisfying and interesting and it was for a while but now that my attention yeah. span is that of a goldfish um, well you have a toddler it's... also that likes to pull your books <laughs> off your shelf so like a every smaller single day he paperback. does something that feels like there's like a twitter joke crafted into it he's always like pulling rachel cusk off the shelf and like <laughs> flinging her books around or like well he also believes that to read a hardcover you should take the dust jacket off he does. like come on <laughs> that boy does not like dust jackets <laughs> he whips those things off he tries to feed him to the dog yesterday he the dog put, also has the correct opinion about yesterday dust jackets. he put a, a thomas pynchon book in a water bowl it was not it was not good it's <laughs> Another reason. I've done a terrible job of baby proofing my house and it's ruining my life. Yeah. Another reason why you should go buy your vacation books at a used bookstore and then just rip through them. And then if your child needs to throw a fit about Thomas Pynchon, he can. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's also good. This the, the copy of Underworld I'm reading right now is very old and used and from somewhere else. I think I bought it for a few books at uh the paperback exchange. You ever been there, by Mm-mm. the way? It's in town. It's like, uh, it's just this enormous, like. Can you go if you don't want to exchange any paperbacks? Because yeah, I'm like buy, a like, weird. You can buy used book books. Gremlin. You can yeah. buy books there normally. But what we did the one time we went is we just loaded up our car with a bunch of books we were trying to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And they just, they took them all, no questions asked, and gave us like store credit for, you know. However much. Yeah. And it was, it was great. Mm. Um, yeah, no, that, that place is worth, is worth checking out. Yeah. I, I get rid of a lot of my books at half price. Um, yeah, because then I can just like fill up my little cart with all the other books, but also they are now unionized. Yeah. No, I was, so that's very good. Just have a thing. Um, yeah. We love a unionized (coughs) bookstore. 
Um, yeah, I think big book summer. Mm-hmm. We've we've gotten you the book that you're gonna read in the car. Yeah. In the car. Yeah, that'll Check. be good. Check. Uh, you will have to get it through like um, not the library because because I, I can't I can't wait. I'm driving in. A yeah, because I the, these this series is very popular. Yeah. Uh, so it takes a very long time for it to come up at the library. Mm-hmm. So you can get it. Um, it it'll be fine. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. Oh, yeah. now I just want to like read, except we can't. Because we have to continue working today, and then I'm going to force you for the very first time to watch Lord of the Rings, <laughs> colon, Return of, or no, The Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, man. Eric's never seen it. I've never seen it. He's never it's, seen it. I've sort of avoided it, to be honest. Like That I'm ends sure, today. And it has, it's not because I think it's not good or wouldn't, I mean, I don't know if it's good. I've never experienced it. But it's like fabulous. It's just one of those things that becomes so ubiquitous and you hear so much about it and it's just, you know, I'm getting beat over the head with Lord of the Rings this and Lord of the Rings that, that it's like, you know what, I'm just going to leave that for other people and I'm going to go over here and enjoy whatever else there is that hasn't been overtalked. But I don't know. They're movies that are 20 years old. Of course they've been talked a lot. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll be sure to do my Lord of the Rings review very yeah. soon. And for those of you that are wondering, yes, I am going to tell him about the helmet and the toe. What? Don't worry about it. We'll get the there. The helmet and the toe? We will get there. Don't worry. Oh my god. That doesn't that doesn't come until later. Oh my god. That doesn't yeah, that doesn't come until book 2 or movie 2, I think. Uh <laughs> Well, we're gonna finish out the week, mm-hmm. read a bunch, finish some, mm-hmm. finish some stuff. Uh, I would love to know if everybody else is feeling like a big book summer because that that seems to be the overwhelming vibe from everybody. And I would also, as we, as we wrap up here, like it it does look like it's shaping up to be like every, I do want to come back to something I said at the beginning, like the pictures in New York right now, this air quality thing, it sounds insane. So I just hope that, you know, I know a lot of our listeners are, you know, in, you know, in the city and stuff. Just, just stay safe, you know, stay inside, you know, mask Read up. Read the big is, books. Like, yeah. But like, man, I just hope everybody's taking care of themselves. That's always something I think about, you know, during stretches like this. So, um, you know, let us know how you're doing, you know, give us the dispatch and we'll see you back here for like yeah. real content. Yeah. No, we've got office hours later this month. We're not really going anywhere. So, Yeah. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye.